Good afternoon, this is an end time podcast, you're listen to the writing on the wall, I'm your host Tay, and today we're going to talk about identity, you know, identity in the Lord, you know, which is very important, probably one of the most important things, you know, and uh, I'm going to speak from my perspective, of course, like I always do, but it's challenging, finding out who you are in Christ, you know, because, you know, for the first, probably like, Nine years, I've been battling with that because, like, in ministry, nine, first nine years of ministry with me, because I've been going after what someone told me who I am in Christ, or why I think they told me who I was in Christ, or why I believe who I was in Christ, you know, without actually knowing or seeking God himself, because, you know, for a long time, it felt like God was, you know, like, it's very hard to say, like, to literally identify and say, this is who I am in Christ. You know, and I took some things the wrong way. You know, I made a lot of mistakes. You know, I was, I was, I was going after other people I didn't in Christ, or you know, I was going after other great men and women of God. I seen like, oh, I want that. I want this. I want that. But you know, it took me a while to really settle down and say and receive who I am in Christ. And I, when I found out who I was in Christ, it wasn't what I thought. Because you know, when you think about identity, you think of you see uh, the great apostle, apostle, you know, Paul and Peter, and you see all these, you know, you even see Billy Graham, you know, you see Leonard Ravenhill, David Wilkinson, you know, you see all these mighty men of God, and you've seen all the stuff they've done. You like, you, you seen kind of like the, you know, the end, uh, the resume, and you'd be like, man, you know, I want that, you know, and it's not. And when I, one thing I learned, you know, after following all these, you know, you know, man, man of God, because it's funny. I was saying that today. All the people who I look up to are are dead. <laughs> all the men, you know, I'm, like except you know, Pastor G. Craig Lewis. You know, I think he like the only pastor I follow that's alive, literally. You know, outside of my leaders, but you know, but I, I made some big mistakes. You know, trying to find my identity in Christ. You know, one of the big mistakes I really made was. Literally taking someone else's word and receiving it like it's the law of God, you know. And I made a big mistake with that, you know, because, you know, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. But sometimes we take that same thing, we just substitute identity. Like, identity come by the word and hear by the word of God. You know, I ain't had no, it's just funny because it's like we take what we hear. You know, somebody say, oh, because you can teach, you're a teacher. Oh, because you can pray, oh, you're, you're an intercessor. Oh, because you can sing, oh, who you are, you are a singer, you are, you're a minstrel. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, and, and, and sometimes that's not who you are in Christ. You know, like you're not your talent, you're not your gift. That's not who you are. I had to learn that. I thought my talents and the gifts I have in my life, that's who I was. And I identify myself to that. So when I needed that as a crutch, I needed that to do ministry. I needed that to, to be, you know, successful, you know, to the point where without that, I didn't know who I was. It's like I was that. That's who I am. I'm nothing else. You know, I am a, a teacher, you know, of the, of the word. I am an evangelist, you know. I am a guy who can do this and do that. And reality is... 
you know, when I got hurt and when things weren't going my way, when I tried to fall on that, that didn't really sustain me. That didn't really give me true value, you know, because it, what happens when I was a bad teacher? <laughs> what happens when I, when I toss the things and, and people, ain't, people ain't like what I say? Or what people gave me pushback or criticism? It's like, it's hard to fall back on a, you know, the teacher being your identity when you've been told you're a bad teacher or, or this or that, you know? And to the point where, I mean, I was all over the place when it comes to identity in Christ. I mean, honestly, like, um, <laughs> who could really truly know who they are in Christ? You know, like I said, you know, you 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 you've been given, you know, an inch of this rope on this side of, the, of this uh, eternity, you know, and you have a whole eternity of rope on the opposite side. Like I said, this is just a a training. This is a a job interview down here on on this earth. You know, this is literally a job interview. This is a tryout for who you truly are. But the reality is no one ain't really tell me that when I first uh, came to Christ. You know, when I came to Christ, I, I think I seen people who already, I thought what what people was doing, that's who they are. Then I find out the true reality is who they, you know, they, they, that's who what people are. Because it's like, it's who you are on stage, then it's who you are when no one's looking. Then it's who you are, who Christ says you are. Then it's also who people say that you are. And nine times ten, who people said you are is basically from the perspective of what you've been given, or what what well, what you was shown. So it's like you can show somebody one thing and they can think that's who you are, but reality that's not you. Trust me, I know. <laughs> like trust me, you can you can hide, you you can deceive, you can manipulate who you who you are or your identity, quote unquote, especially in the church, which is one of the hardest things. It's like finding who you are. And the reality of who you are is very simple. You are a child of God. But but reality is sometimes in the church saying that you are a child of God is not good enough because it's not it's, it's not boom. It's not a boom. But in reality, when you really kind of get depth and you get a little mature in the Lord, you realize that is powerful. But right now, it's just like that don't sound as powerful as apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, you know, deacon, bishop. You know, that's that that sound big because you see the bishops, everybody a bishop now. You know, you see bishops everywhere, got many churches and mega churches and this and pastors. I mean, I mean, that's what you see. And you see people like that, you're like, ooh, I want that. You know, you know, it kinda like man, look when out of prince God look at the heart. It's like you see those things. It's like you identify like success today, you identify prosperity today, you identify mega churches, money, you identify souls, you identify I mean <laughs> bro, but I mean I, I, what do you identify when you hear you're a child of God? You don't really identify too much with that from, it's it's sad to say, but from a worldly, carnal sense. But you being a child of God is probably the most powerful word somebody ever spoken to you, that you are a child of God. And with that child of God is inheritance. With that inheritance, oh my goodness. But you don't see it with your natural eye because those things are going to be revealed most likely in the kingdom when you make it. Some stuff revealed on the earth. You know, but, you know, but reality is, you know, God's heart is he's not going to really give you everything on the earth because on the earth, man, people can steal that. People can take that. People can break that. People can come against that. People can speak death to them. I, mean, I mean, like, it's only so much, you know, it's like you want a mansion in heaven, a mansion on earth. Well, I, I would prefer one on, on earth, <laughs> but somebody can break into that earthly mansion and Steal everything, can kill everything, can take everything. I mean, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You know, so 
most of the stuff that you know we identify with that you know from the word of God from a natural sense when you see the promises in the Bible of who you are you know it almost seems so far away or so heavenly or so all in the in the heavenly somewhere seated in heavenly places and all that stuff but in reality right now when you look at your circumstance you look at your situation right now naturally you know some stuff in the bible from the natural sense from a carnal mind is probably it's not as big as when you see a bishop on the stage and you see his in, in all his glamour and prosperity and he reach out and say you know what you are this you are that and it's like whoa but to jesus who spoke who in the word of God two thousand years ago scriptures from many I mean from many different places like Philippians four thirteen I can do all things with Christ who strengthens me you know or he tell you and Paul like I press towards a high mark uh, high calling Christ Jesus you know even in uh you know Second Peter is about who else what what wherefore uh, rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure. I mean, shoot, hey amen, I, I need that. <laughs> you know, so it just, and, and it's real. You know, sometimes finding your identity, man, you might have to close yourself off away from people, man. Because we get identity from people. You know, especially what they say. Let them be of greater influence and they speak over your life. You're going you're gonna to receive it, especially if they look the part, like I was saying earlier, about the bishop or the pastor. Or if they, if you see them in a, in a specific light and you see the prosperity and success on their life and then they speak to you who they think, you know, they, who they think you are, you're going to take that and run with it. Trust me, I made a big mistake with that. that. That was a big mistake I made. Running with what people say I am or who I think they am, who, who they think I am. Because the reality is, I've been chasing identities and chasing these this person who God didn't call me to be. You know, I remember one time I thought I was a bishop. <laughs> then, I, then I thought I was this, and then I thought I was that, and then I thought, I mean, boy, oh, man, over the over this last decade, boy, I thought I was everything in the Lord. I was everybody calling, I was everything. And then now I got to the point, like, got to the point later on, you know, especially my later tenure, you know, Father and Lord, it's like, I was so confused. I'm like, Jesus, who am I? <laughs> like, Jesus, who am I? Like, honestly, like, I, I want to know who am I? Because who am I kind of like, it's, it's very big because it, it let me know what I'm, what I'm supposed to do. Why am I here? And it was challenging because inside, mentally, inside my mind, I was everything and I was doing everything. And I'm like, and it, 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 just, it got frustrating. Because it's like you want to you want to prosper in the kingdom. You want to prosper down here in this earth. You know you want the kingdom. You want to bring the kingdom to the earth, and you want God to use you in, in a powerful way. And especially you want him to be, you want to do God's perfect will. But it's like, what is God's perfect will? You got permissible wills. You got other stuff that people spoke of you. It's like, man, how can you concentrate and focus on who God called you to be? And and why come it's never one word like Jesus? Boom. And the reality is, sometimes we, we want Jesus to open up the heavens, literally, the sky, look at us dead in our face, and say, Tay, you are this. And, you know, nine times ten, it probably, you know, you might not get a Jesus moment. You know, you raise up out the, uh, the water, the, the Jordan, the river Jordan. 
and the Holy Spirit just fall upon you and God the Father speak from the heaven and say, you are my son whom I well please. You know what I mean? You might not get that. And I, it got to the point where I used to be so mad. I'm like, Jesus, it's that simple for you to just simply just tell me who I am. And Jesus is like, I told you who, I, who you are. It's in the word of God. You're a child of God. <laughs> You're my son. You co-heirs with Christ. You have inheritance. But like I said earlier, sometimes it's not as dramatic or religious. That's the word. It ain't, it ain't religiously spoken in a dramatic theater way. Like, you know, it's just like the word of God says this. And it's like, where did that come from? Why are we looking for an overdramatic <laughs> declaration from the Lord of who we are? You know? Well, I know why I was looking for that. Because I seen it. You know, I seen, you know, I, I was in the prayer lines. You know, I, I was in churches and I seen people get lifted up. I seen people get spoken over. And, you know, and I seen them go on a conquest to, to walk into that. And, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people failed. You know, a lot of times it, it created pressure. You know, a lot of times it created confusion. A lot of times it did good. A lot of times it ain't, it ain't it can't pass yet. Some words don't come to pass until you probably like 50, 60. You know, prophetic words. So it's like when you bake off just men just giving you your identity or your pastor or someone of influence in your life, you know, just be prepared. There's going to be a little battle. There's going to be a little battle because you don't know if that's true or not. And that's the reality. <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100. You don't know if that's true. I mean, you know, if you listen to ministry versus ministry, you, you know, you understand why I say that. If you listen to that, you know, check out that podcast. You know, especially who your pastor is, especially who spoke over his life and who you learned from and what's in him. And then he speak over you. You know, was it an off day that day? Was he in the spirit that day? <laughs> did, 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 I mean, I mean, what? I mean, pastors have off days. Some days they in the flesh. Was it the day he was in the flesh and he spoke over your life? And he's like, you going to be this. And then you ran with that. And next thing you know, you out here trying to be a fireman and you get to the kingdom and all that, all your fireworks fire burn up. And that sucks because we all going to be, all our work's going to be tried by the fire. You know, what is it? Precious stones, gold, silver. But if it's like paper, clay, straw, all that stuff, wood, and that burn up, then, you know, that believer is going to suffer a great loss. And I feel like, and that's important because what's the point of doing all this work in this earthly, you know, tryout? And you get to the kingdom and all your works burn up because it's like, and Jesus, you be like, Jesus, I thought this who I was. No, you know, uh, your pastor said this who you were. And, you, you know, you ran with it. Like, but he's a man of God. Yeah, he's a man of God, you know. But that day, he he wouldn't, you know, he wasn't the best. That wasn't the spirit saying that to you. So it's like, how can you how can you get to that point? And it's very, it's confusion. It, it trust me, it's frustrating too, because you know God put man here, and men are anointed, and men are a blessing, you know. But it's like, how can you get to the point where you know for sure who you are in Christ? Well, I can tell you right now, you know, you know, I'm how I'm how my brother come on, you know, in the podcast. He gonna, you know, share, and nine times ten, he gonna, <laughs> he gonna tell you to pray, you know, pray and read your word and fast and worship, you know. Don't tell him I said that, 
But it's true because he tell me that all the time. He tell me that all the time. Like, look, man, make sure you pray, read your prayer, and fast. You know, and worship. And it's very important because that's how you get it. It's going. It takes work to find who you are in Christ. It only takes work in your own personal time with the Lord. It's going to take hard work. It's like sometimes we look for a quick UPS delivery. You know, it's not just going to appear at your doorstep like that. Like, oh, here you go. This is who you are in Christ. No, it's going to take work. Some some people, you know, hey, I, I can't, I don't know everybody. You know, I don't know, but all the people I knew, all the people I know, especially all the people I followed, you know, especially men and men and men of God, because they all dead except Pastor G. Craig Lewis, and I pray a, a prophet's life, prophet's life for him. But um, but it's like you want to look at the biology of all these men and uh, men, well, men and women of God, not look up to, and just their biologies. It's like just the process they hide. It's a process to find who you are. You're not going to get it overnight. Trust me, I know that. I've been doing ministry ten years, and I'm still trying to figure out who I am. Like literally, like confidently without a shadow of a doubt even though i know i'm a child of god but trying to feel like the purpose because your purpose is within that you know like literally you know uh i got i got some stuff i, I ain't gonna sit here and lie to you and say i got all of it no i'm i'm not i don't i'm still you know uh praying and trying to figure out some stuff you know it took me a while i mean i got a little bit because i started this podcast you know, you know, uh, and it, and that goes in who God called me to be in my identity in the Lord. You know, I ain't gonna tell you, I ain't gonna tell y'all. You know, that's for me personally. You know, you don't want to tell everybody who they who you are in the Lord because that's who, because next week that's who they gonna be in the Lord. <laughs> and I'm dead serious. So it's like certain stuff you can't cast your Jews among swine. You can't tell everybody who you are in the Lord because they will. If not, you know, there's haters out here in the church too. You know, if they're not gonna be who that, then if not, if they're not gonna be there next week, they're gonna probably say, no, you're not, or you're wrong, or to speak deaf, you know, like what Proverbs 18 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue, you know. Because reality is, you know, like like Proverbs 29 18, where, where there's no vision, the people perish, you know, and within that vision, you, identity. Some people just perishing because they don't have no identity, no vision. For their life. So if you come around talking about vision and identity and purpose and stuff and you got it, they're going to, trust me, bro, they're going to make, nine times ten, that demon inside them going to make sure they're going to try to rip that thing down. You know, but it's very important, you know, I did it in Christ, finding who you are. Like I said, it's, it's going to be a, a few episodes of this, but I mean, I have to get to the point where I can't bank on man to tell me who I am, you know? I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take it in consideration, and I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna put it on the shelf, and I'm gonna pray about it. But I learned not to take everywhere to come on that man's lo- mouth as law, because men have off days. You know, you know, I can't expect my pastor or pastors in my life to be in the spirit twenty four seven. You know how much pressure there is, and how much man, Jesus, bruh. Like, sure, I, I can barely, I can't do that myself. I can't expect somebody else to do that. It's like yo, you gotta make sure you be on point twenty four seven, seven days a week, every single moment, always in the spirit. You can't be in the flesh. Now one second, boy, that's that's too much. I gotta be realistic, you know. I had to seek for myself. It ain't easy. It ain't easy, man. You know, cause who you are is important. You know who who you are is like that foundational root. When everything around you go in chaos, that's what kind of like holds you. Because it's who you are and whose you are, which is very important. 
It's who you are and who you are. It's like, and you gonna have to keep telling yourself till you believe it. You know, man, you know how long it took me to be a child of, uh, uh, to realize I'm a son. Cause I grew up like I'm a soldier. I'm God. I'm Jesus soldier. I'm Jesus. You tell me to do what you want to do. There's no emotional component to it. I don't really care. You know, I just want to do. I want you to tell me go do something. I do it. And that's it. I'm your soldier. You're my commander in chief. Cause I had that gangster mentality growing up from the hood. You know, so I carried it over to the Lord, and I'm like, I can't tell how many times my pastor told me like, look, bro, you a son, man. I mean, a soldier is nice. A soldier is a blessing, but you're a son of God. You know, reap the blessings of being a son. Be a son. Be a son. And I'm like, but I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. I'm in the battlefield. I'm in the trenches. I'm, I'm at war. You know, but I realized I, I didn't really develop that emotional component with the Lord. You know, because a soldier, you can't be really be emotional with your commander in chief talking about, hey, commander in chief, man, you know, I'm sad today. Man, can you imagine a soldier saying that today? Commander, I'm sad. I'm hurt. My feelings hurt. I'm in pain. Boy, but I like that. I didn't understand that, that emotional component. You know, understand that emotional relationship with the Lord, that deep relationship with the Lord, me going to the Lord and say, Lord, I don't, you know what, Lord, I don't feel like it today, man. Lord, I don't feel like I'm this today. I know you called me to be this, Lord, I don't feel it. And then that's when the Holy Spirit, you know, give you some comforting words, boy, and lift your spirit up. But it took me a long time to really receive that I'm a son, of, like I'm a son, I'm in the house. I'm not outside. I'm in the house. You know, I have rewards. I have inheritance. You know, I'm co-labors with the Lord. You know, I can call him Abba, you know, because I have father issues. So it's very hard for me to receive the father as a father. I mean, should I? It's like I receive everybody as a father, but the father. And it, 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 ain't, it ain't easy. It, it takes work. It takes a lot of life spoken of, uh, spoken of. It takes the counsel around you, the people around you. It takes a lot, you know. It takes a lot. It, trust me. I mean, to say that someone has complete identity in the Lord, you know, show me that person. You know, I'm pretty sure God ain't gonna God ain't gonna share everything with us. Well, I can't say that because he he might to whoever you want to share with, but. Like I said, I mean, what did Jesus say to the apostles? He said, I have many things to tell you, but you cannot bear them. You know, and that's the reality. And like some of us can't bear a lot of stuff. And oh, that's a that's a good point. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And the reality is the reason why God probably ain't showing you who you are because you can't handle it. That's the reality. You know. You, you can't handle who you are right now. And you sometimes you got to just be still and know that he is God. Psalms 4610. Sometimes you just got to be be of good courage, and, you know, and just relax and be patient. So God shows you why, because reality is who you are is probably way well, probably burdening you because you probably want to be like everybody. You want to find out so bad like me. I wanted to find out who I was so bad to the point where I want to get it from God. I started get it from everywhere else. And I had to just be patient and be like, OK, this is who I am. OK, God, who am I? OK, let me be patient. God, you want to show me you want to tell me in parts. OK. I'd be grateful, in, you know, in parts and parts of who I am or who I am. But I want to God just go ahead and open that sky, open the sky, look me dead in my face, you know, with a few angels around him, you know, with the father in the background, you know, and be like, tell you, this is who you are, my brother, my son. I'm like, I'm cool. And the reality, that might not happen, and I got to be okay with that. 
So it's like literally, you know, God don't want to overburden you. You know, we got to understand, you know, some people on different levels. Like I said, you know, uh, Romans 14, 5. One, one man esteem of one day above another, another esteem of every day alike. You know, so, I mean, it depends on the person, you know, because I know a lot of people who are frustrated right now. They don't know who they are in Christ. So they go to the world and get that identity. And they don't even know they're going to the world, you know, because you know, a lot of pastors in the world. I'm just keeping honest, a lot of pastors, really. Your church probably worldly. Turned up worldly. You know, and the reality is we got to be disciplined enough to stay, you know, and petitioning and praying to the Lord and trying to find out who we are in Christ. That takes work. It takes hard work, man. It takes a lot of time, a lot of boring time, too, because we want it now. I mean, I'm 24th century, man. I'm a, I'm a 91 kid. We want that junk now. We don't want to wait years, wait years, wait years, wait years, wait years, wait years. To, you know, like that, no. Nah. But then again, though, I mean, what you want to do? Go on a merry-go-round, keep going around, 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 and never attain it? Going to place to place, person to person, church to church, try to find who you are? Next thing you know, you're going to probably go to another religion. You start picking up other doctrines. You know, good and well, you ain't supposed to be uh, listening to that. Good and well, you ain't supposed to be reading that stuff. Kabbalah and foolishness, Hebrew Israelite doctrines, and you know the black man is God, uh, black Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites, or the black this, or the black man. I mean, bruh, you know, good and well, the only books you'd be reading is six six books in that Bible, man. And then you gotta go pick. You got you trying to find everything in the world to tell you who you are when God told you who you are in parts, or He might tell you in parts, or He might tell you straight up, or it might it might stretch you, and that's on you. That's between you and the Lord, man. You want how to deal with that. Hopefully you don't get off the path of understanding so you don't remain in the congregation of the dead. But it's very important. Stay, stay in prayer. Stay praying, stay praying, fasting, reading your word, worshiping. You know, that's what my, my brother DJ would say. Yeah, that's exactly what he would say, which is important because I'm done trying to find who I am from man. It's too many men with too many opinions. And I don't even know if they got the Holy Spirit in that moment. Some shit, I might be off. I might not be able to discern that moment. So I learned not to take everything what man say. Man be, man is wrong, and man can be wrong. Man can be right-ish, you know. You know, but I learned just to be patient, man. If the Lord hasn't told me, the Lord ain't going to tell me or tell you, it's okay. Because he feel like if he tell you, he might overbear you or you're not ready. And it's okay to know that you're not ready to receive who you are in Christ. Just, you know, just be, you know, a, a child of God, which is very valuable. That's okay to know right now that you are a child of God and that holds weight. You know, and to God, when it gets to your purpose and your calling and your vocation, and all those things, you know, because that's really what it is. That's, that's, that's really what we say when we talk about identity in Christ. Because, you know, you know. It ain't just a child of God. No, I'm a child of God, Jesus. But who am I? What am what am I? What am I supposed to do? Well, how about you supposed to sit down, be patient, be still, know that He's God, be of good courage, you know, and trust trust in the Lord. Lean on your own understanding, on your ways, not your, and He shall direct your paths. You know, press towards the high mark and the high calling in Christ Jesus. You know, do that. You know, but you know. One thing I can say, he will tell you what is being parts so and fully, because faith is he that called you, 
who also would do it. First Thessalonians 5.24. I mean, he got you. You just got to be patient. And we don't like patience. I mean, who don't want, who don't like patience? I mean, James 1.3, knowing that this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. It's a process. Leonard Ravenhill, he'll tell you, it was a process. David Wilkinson, it's a process. You know? Dr. Monroe, it's a process. It's a process, y'all. And I got to be okay with that. I got to be okay knowing that I'm somebody past and, I, and I'm still learning who I am. I'm not saying I am. I'm just speaking to pastors. I got to be okay. I'm a deacon. I'm a bishop. And I'm a this or that, you know, to still learn. It's okay. It's okay to say, you know, I have, I don't know completely who I am. And I feel like that takes a lot of humility. And also, that's the truth. It's okay to say that. You know, y'all hit that. You know who you are in the Lord and you don't know nothing. And then fire and brimstone come and disaster come. You all over the place. Now you're in somebody else's religion. Tell me, I know who I am in Christ. Bro, I can't, I'm tired of Christians doing that. I, I know people who've done that foolishness. I'm like, dude, but you know who you are in Christ. But the moment something happened, boy, you, you, boy, you all over the place. I thought you know who you are. That's what's supposed to sustain you, right? Exactly. Anyway, I'm not talking about that. But that's the reality, and that's real. Don't be out here flexing, man. Don't flex. Don't flex on the Lord. Don't flex the Christians. You know, I mean, it's okay. Because half the church don't know who they are anyway. You know how long, you know how much of denying yourself? <laughs> Jesus, you got that, you got demons. And depending on your counsel, the people around you, you know, oh, Jesus, so, man, just to even get to the point of even trying to focus a clear path of understanding to like, okay, I'm trying to find who I am. Boy, you got to go through so much stuff, man. Jesus, yourself, your flesh, demons, temptation, the devil, family, friends, and Lord knows if they ain't, all, if they ain't just got the presence, temple of the Holy Spirit dwell constantly. It, Jesus, it's just so much, man. You got to fight just to get to a clear mind. Lord. But yeah, man, identity, man. Who you are in Christ. That's very important. And be patient with the Lord. The Lord patient with you. In due time, he got you. He ain't gonna leave you hanging now. He ain't gonna do that. Just be okay with being a child of God for right now. Until the Lord pour out to who you who you are. Because nine times ten, well, someone who told you who you are by, by the word of mouth, by another man, probably ain't who you are. That's who they think you are. Who they see you to be. You know, like, I, I discern, you know, I see prophetically and all this stuff. I ain't gonna lie, man. A lot of people been wrong. I'm gonna keep honest. There's it's been a few people that been right. But a lot of people been wrong. <laughs> I can tell you right now, that's just my life uh, personally. I can't speak for somebody else's because somebody else probably has a man of God in their life and spoke everything they spoke. It was correct. And if and that and if that did happen, please, you know, get him, get in, tell him to get in contact with me because I need him to be right. <laughs> Bruh. But, you know, I, I learned not to bank on every, what, what every man say. I had to learn that through personal experiences, you know, just through my whole life, just through man. Like I said, it's the end times. So I don't trust no man. And, like, it, I, like I'm going to keep honest. Like, I don't trust no man, especially you call him the name Jesus. I'm sorry. Nah. I, I, I got to watch you for, like, years. I got to watch you for, like, good good five, six years before I even develop an opinion of you, of, of you being a man, a man of God. You know, I'm just keep on. It's it gonna take a good five, six years for me to kind of like mm, to confirm if you're a man of God in my life or not. And that's just me. I'm I'm sorry. You know, if you ain't willing to put in that work, to you know, and I, you know, I I prefer you do the same to me. 
Don't just put me in a put me in the man of God box in your mind. Please don't do that. You better watch me. Watch how I treat my wife. Watch how I treat my child. You know, watch me. Don't be putting me in that box. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Even though I'm striving, you know, I, like I tell my brothers, I'm a man of God in training. <laughs> you know, I'm a man of God. You know, I believe that for myself, but, you know, allow God to confirm that to you. But uh, like I said, we're going to talk about identity, you know, for a few episodes. But like I said, you know, this is just, you know, a quick little introduction, you know, to identity. What we're talking about kind of like before we before we get into the next series, which is going to be who lied to you. I had to kind of give, you know, the followers a little something to listen to. And t- for the time being, you know, just kind of like sharing my heart. All right. Thank you all for listening. God bless.